Welcome to Sunday Chats 969, the podcast where you can listen back to interviews that were first broadcast on All FM 96.9. We are a community radio station based in Manchester. And on today's show, my special guest is the fantastic Manchester based author, Carl Richards. This episode was first broadcast on All FM on Sunday, the 13th of February. Enjoy. Welcome back to the second hour of the Sunday Tea Show, right here on 96.9 All FM on radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world, online. You're joined by me, Ruth O'Reilly, delighted to be keeping you company. Here at award-winning All FM, we are known as the real voice of Manchester. And my real voice of Manchester today is the marvellous new author, Carl Richards. I love when we get to speak to authors from in and around Manchester on the show. So Carl will be telling us about his debut novel, The Truth We Chase, which is partly set in Manchester, but also in New York. And it's just lovely to hear how much Carl really enjoys writing uh, as an adult, because as a kid, he didn't really find himself that academic. So it's really inspiring for any would-be writers. So all that's coming up for you very shortly after a very appropriate track, which I keep hearing in fact, since I've interviewed Carl, enjoy.
more and come back here to me Seems more than a license for a gun Confront your enemies, avoid them when you can A gentleman will walk but never run The manners make his manners, someone say He's a hero of the day Takes a man to suffer ignorance and smile. Be yourself, no matter what they say. 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 You're listening to All FM 96.9, the real voice of Manchester. Hi, Carl. Welcome to All FM. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Adam. It's, uh, it's an absolute privilege to be here. Oh, it's really nice to have you on the show. You know, I've spoken to authors from Manchester, and we've had a few American authors as well. And, and now you're a bit of a mixture of the two in a way, aren't you, <laughs> due to your book? So um, I thought it'd be really good to like let our listeners know about your, your debut novel, which is the, the Truth We Chase, and it's set a little bit in New York and a little bit in Manchester, isn't it? Absolutely spot on. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yes, yes. So uh, the open story uh, in, well, it's the Ironbound district of uh, Newark, which is over uh, in New Jersey. But uh, yeah. it's the Easter weekend uh, in April 2000. And, and, I, and I drop uh, the readers into um, Joe. Uh, he's a 25-year-old from Manchester. Mm-hmm. I dropped I got the readers into his life. Um, he moved to New York four years earlier. Uh, he's carved out a career in Manhattan. He's become extremely successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, his whole life is pretty much dead and buried, uh, which is uh, also true of his secret. Well, that's uh, what I really like about this as well, because when we meet Joe, who you've kind of written in, in first person, we, we find him at this kind of crossroads between his old life and, and his new mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And his new life seems like as if it's just really getting going for him, just at the time that this terrible email's turned up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's a very extremely good way of putting it. It's exactly that. It is a crossroads of his life. Um, yes, it is, and uh, it has implications, should we say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has got this email from his friend Jill. They've not actually seen each other since they were nine, but they were up to nine, they were inseparable, they didn't know each other since birth, mm-hmm. and they're absolutely almost soulmates, if you could have a soulmate at nine, I don't know, but yeah. uh, absolutely, they, they, there was just nothing between them, they, they, they're absolutely, uh, so of course he 
the story goes that he was separated from her uh, on a night in 1983, a summer mm -hmm. um, when basically his whole life just fell to pieces, really. He lost everybody that was close to him, uh, not only Jill. And um, so to get an email out of the blue was, uh, was uh, quite overwhelming for him, really. Yeah, and it's kind um, of, it's all this, how did she manage to get his email and, and, and how has she just managed to, to turn up at just this, this point in his life when everything is is going well and it's full of intrigue this book I love how you've how you've blended it's not just a blending of countries so to speak um, I think from what I've read of it so far that it's kind of like a, a blend of part thriller part romance we've got a little bit of a love triangle we've got lots of stuff absolutely, <laughs> absolutely it's exactly that yes indeed yeah and uh, you know I, I was always a little bit worried uh, because I always thought mm, this doesn't really sit in one sort of genre if you like it, it doesn't sort of fit in a thriller it doesn't sort of fit in romance and so on and so forth but then I thought well no I'm going to carry on with that because that's life yes. you know we, we, we don't all have a romantic life we don't all have you know it, it's not a constant all the way through, so I thought, yeah, no, I'm going to carry on with this, and I've got a little bit of everything in there. I thought that it was a really good technique, actually. You know, so this will be broadcast now on Sunday, which is the day before Valentine's Day. And I was thinking, should I have a Valentine's Day show or should I have an author on? And then actually reading your book and the way it's kind of like an alternative romance, I thought, hey, this is this is quite good for, for that kind of Valentine period of time because it is this kind of alternative romance with this sense of um, intrigue and, and thriller in it as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's very kind of you to think so. Um, yeah, absolutely. It is. And um, it, it is, it, I guess, I get my inspiration. Um, it was actually on a flight to New York, believe it or not. Right. Where um, I, I'd already had a story, a short story, which was slightly slightly different from this but it, it was like the foundation and it was a story that parked up and, and I, I was frustrated with myself mm. and I hadn't seen it through and I thought well, I've kind of gone as far as I can with it and then on the flight uh, to New York uh, I, I was listening to an audio book okay. uh, by Tony Morrison ah. um, now I'd never really had read anything by, by Tony Morrison or anything else but Amazing just, oh, oh, incredible, absolutely incredible. And the way that she made, you know, she, the way that she drew me in, you know, not only to a different time, but to a different place. Yeah. And, and and also, you know, to a different, well, it's a different culture from mine. And, you know, it, it's... It yeah. was uh, Black America in, in the 1920s, and I mean, to, to draw me in and to absolutely feel the characters, and she has so many diverse characters in it as well, and, and yeah. she wrote each one, oh, it absolutely blew Very me away. Very ahead of her time, in a way, I would say, in her writing style. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and I guess I only got to this point Thanks to Tony Morrison, to be honest. Wow. I was going to ask you what who your inspirations were, and you've kind of read my mind and, and answered that, oh, yeah. that question for me. 
Oh no, it's, I just, I mean, I mean, that was it when, um, because I, I spent quite a bit of time in New York anyway, uh, over mm -hmm. the years or what have you, and, and, and it was, it was just, when we were third flight, I thought, I've got, I've got, I've got to continue that story. But it was, um, it was a little bit stale, my story. It was just a little bit too safe, if right. you like. It, okay. it was too, so I, I thought, right, okay, well, what can I do? So I got home and I, and I Googled Tony Morrison and I, and I found a documentary that was done by the BBC. And one of the most, one of the things that grabbed me the most was write about what you don't know. Ah, that's and an interesting thought, one. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I think she, she used an example of like a Mexican waitress in Texas who didn't speak much English ah. and, and yet had to get into a, you know, into a, how she was and how she felt and how, and I thought, oh, do you know what? This is, this is just all the pieces coming together here. That's so, um, way out of your comfort zone, I guess, as well. Oh, incredibly, incredibly, because I introduced two characters to this story um, and and changed a few, few things around and all of a sudden the story took off. Uh, so it, to me, it was just right. It was, it was, it was amazing. And the, the two girls that I introduced uh, into the story are completely fictional and mm, it, that was interesting Anna. in itself. Uh, which is Anna <laughs> and Luciana, isn't it? That's absolutely spot on. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. Luciana's from a Venezuelan uh, background and, and Anna's from a Brazilian background because the neighbourhood that they're living in is primarily uh, sort of South American, mm -hmm. uh, South American, Latin American uh sort of vibe so yes um so it was it was interesting it, it was straight out the tony morrison school of uh <laughs> writing, oh, that's what it was, cause i i um i did notice immediately how beautifully you were kind of de describing these various cultural influences um within that part of america that that joe was was staying in and i do love that about america the fact that you know you have these whole mm -hmm. sectors of this and, and and that going on and it's all kind of within the the one sector so, so I did enjoy the way you were actually setting the the scene, and we were like, oh, where, where is this uh, going to go? And you also described the the journey of Joe returning to Manchester um, from uh, America quite beautifully as well. You know, really felt like we were taking that that journey with you, taking that that flight, and, and it's also this um, journey through his emotions as well as his travel. But um, it did make me wonder: Were you someone that that doesn't enjoy writing while he's travelling? And and now you've just told me that. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for all your kind words. Honestly, it, it, it really is. A, a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's um, it, it's always difficult because um, I, I don't tend to write on the go. I tend to to settle back down and then and then rerun situations if you like. Mm. Uh, so um, a lot of it is based on. A lot, well, certainly his character is not based on me, but it's based on what my life experience. Yeah. So it, it, is, it is that mix between write about what you do know and write about what you don't know. And, uh, um, yeah. And it is, it was, uh, I, I tried to explore uh, my emotions around, uh, especially around travel, especially around going back and 
you know, going back to your hometown and yeah, and, and meeting up with people and, and you know, and he's getting that. Yeah, I mean that that's basically why I opened the book where it was because when you meet Joe, that's that's how you meet people. Unless you've grown up with them, you meet them at that point in life. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's the uh, um the evolution of character as well, isn't it? You know, it's kind of like how one place or one experience or one connection can kind of change you, and then when you go back to to the old way of life, you can see how how you've changed through the, the people that you're you're meeting up with again. That's a very good yes, 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 indeed. You probably you you probably play better than I ever could. Uh, yes, it is exactly that. It is, and he he, he had changed massively. Uh, he he had a very difficult upbringing, and mm -hmm. um, extremely difficult. And I, I don't want to put any spoilers in there. Yeah, but, I know. Um... We're gonna be so careful about how we we describe all this, so it, like get people kind of excited. So you're like, oh, what, what's going on here? Did you always feel that you wanted to write in that kind of first-person way that you've done? Because it, it really makes us feel that we we know Joe and we're going through these emotions with him. Do you know, I haven't really... I, it was basically chaos in this book. <laughs> you know, when, when, when you read other people's experiences, they have a start, middle and an end. And yeah. they have very rigid characters and what have you. I didn't do that. <laughs> well, I think it's good to think outside the box and, and try new things. I mean, one of the things that it, it reminded me that I wanted to ask you was, you know, I, I got the impression that you, you'd had these other careers maybe and then certain experiences had made you feel that you wanted to, to write about them. So, I mean, are you someone that kind of always wanted to be a, a writer? Were you like an avid reader and you thought, I, I want to be a writer? Or is it just that this kind of plot came to mind and inspired you to be written on the page? I just, I, I, no, I don't think I ever, well, I did and I didn't really. Uh, secondary yeah. school, um, I was praised for, for a piece of work. I mean, I wasn't particularly academic, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably a casual reader and, and certainly not a writer, but I, I kind of got to that midlife crisis stage of, I didn't really want a fast motorbike or a, a shiny red sports car. I wanted to do something constructive. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I, I decided to write, and I, I, I didn't really think about whether I was going to write in the first person or not, to be honest. I, I just started uh, and, and let it run, really. Uh, oh. So it, it wasn't... <laughs> I guess none of it was done by the book, excuse me, none of it was done by the book, really. <laughs> I, I literally let it run, and, and with the characters as well, I didn't really have a template set out for how the character was going to be. I, I wrote and then let the situation dictate uh, what the next chapter would be. Ah, okay. Uh, so it was it was telling you where, where it was going instead of absolutely. you tell, telling it. Maybe that's the, the best way, you know. So um, during lockdown, I started this... Um, the, these interviews with, with authors, and I did it primarily because reading books... Um, seems to become a, you know like a very popular pastime um, during lockdown, and then and then writing them as well. So I'm just wondering, is this something that you began during lockdown, or was it before that? 
It was actually before it. Uh, okay. I originally, the original story, the very, very first story, um, that, that, was, that, that basically stole but became this book, if you like. Yeah. Uh, I, I started writing back in 2017. Oh, okay. Um, and, and I passed it up um, until probably about a year later when, when, the, when I sort of stripped to, back to, to New York. Uh, and and it, it just basically all came together then. Really. I, I was frustrated with myself because I, I'd allowed it to stall. And I thought, I like to see, once I start a project, I like to see it through. And, mm-hmm. and I was getting frustrated with myself. It just wasn't happening. Um, but then it, it just kind of all came together. I, uh, like I say, the, the Tony Morrison was, was experience was, was the one that absolutely it, it inspired me to, to rewrite, in effect, using using the uh, the original novel as a, as a basis and oh, okay. rewrite this one. So, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it, it probably took me um, another year or so to, to get through it because I, I literally had to research everything from <laughs> yeah. just, just silly things that, that what you would eat for breakfast or, you know, it, culturally, if you were with... And we do have a lovely uh, breakfast scene as well about these, these different yeah. breakfasts that, that have been um, bought. So it, was your book that, that you got from um, of Toni Morrison, was that like an airport book or something? And you were like, I'll just pick this up to, to read on the flight. Uh, yeah, it was, it was actually um, it was it was part of the Empire and Simon, uh, uh, yeah. and it was it was an audio book, uh, and uh, mm. I'm not really a big one for watching films on on screens. To be honest with you, I, I yeah. find it hard to. Uh, it sounds weird, but I actually find it hard to concentrate. Um, whereas okay. is that because you, you're really, jittery about what the plane's doing, or are you a comfortable traveller? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do love travel very much. So, um, I just I find I find when I'm watching things that I'm distracted. Uh, mm-hmm. But with the audio book, I had my headphones in and I could close my eyes and I could relax and so many It's your and, brain, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, she's a wonderful, wonderful voice, which just just I don't know, just just completely spoke to me. Yeah. Once again, she's the bump. Um, it really did, and and it it was it was a wonderful uh, experience, as you can probably tell. <laughs> yeah, I I love how enthused it it made you. You know what I mean? I think that all the different authors that I've spoken to, I've not, I've not spoken to an author who actually got their inspiration from an audio book that way, and that's kind of what I I like to do. I like to collect different kind of experiences. What made an author become an author, if that makes sense. So I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying like listening to to how this got going for for you, and um, it's kind of it, it was the, it was the last prompts you needed to say, come on, let let's do this, let's get this book out of the drawer and and turn it into something amazing. Absolutely, yeah, well, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, I've not finished the book yet, but I am enjoying what I've read so far. No problem. Well, uh, the, there is a little bit of a sliding doors moment in the middle. Oh, good. Uh, you enjoy sliding doors, yeah. Excellent. So you, you kind of get um, a little bit of a view of how his life could be ah. uh, before he returns back to reality. 
and and well, that's I hope I keep. And it seems to have kept the reader on board because yeah. I, I've not really had that many, you know, bad comments about it. I think it might confuse one or two people because it, it does sort of switch back quite quickly uh, from how his life could be to uh, how his life is. Right. Um, but that's a little, maybe a little bit too simplistic. He, 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 I like to think he's got a few more twists and turns for you yet. <laughs> yeah, I do like the twists and turns. So, so I'll be honest and say that I'm on about chapter eight or nine, so it's where he's just Ooh. come off the flights from from the states, and now he's back, kind of mingling with his his his, his old girlfriend and her husband, and kind of you know it's like mm. that culture shock again about you know being back and how has how has Jill managed to get his email? You know that's kind of <laughs> where right, I'm on to, good. but. But it is kind of like, oh, what's next? Not what's next? And you have had some some good reviews on um, on Amazon where the readers have said stuff like, you know, it's kept me wanting to read this, and and it's the same with me. It's kind of like it it's kept me wanting to read it. And I think that it's a very human thing, isn't it? When when things start to go really well for you, you're like, oh my god, this isn't going to last long. And that's kind of like what he's experiencing, what Joe, the main character, is experiencing with this. As soon as things start to fit into place with his life, with going where it wants to, this happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. And that has been his life. That has been his life. Uh, he, he always comes up against it. And in many respects, actually, it has made him stronger, and he hasn't become. And, and this is how I'm going to put this. I, I don't want to sound insensitive here. It's actually he's determined that he's going to now turn up all his bad experiences into a good experience for mm. other people, and, and that's what I like about him most. You know, he's uh, he, he could have gone. Uh, one or two ways, and that's what I try and reflect in the book. Yeah. Uh, and exactly what you say, every time it seems to get gets to the right point for him, it goes wrong again. But he's got, he's developed that strength, and he he relies on friendships, deeper friendships, and he builds solid friendships that he can rely on, and he chooses the right people in his life, and. He, he also tries to help up people, and he's, yeah. he's, he's quite, a, quite a, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I think that's what gets him through the bad times, because he's, he's always looking, he knows what bad, bad times are, and he's looking, possibly for maybe other, other people that he can, he can help up, because that's his way of dealing with, with his issues, maybe. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <a> complex yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, but, but I, I like that about him. And, and I like how kind of balanced he is. You know, he's, he's, he's surrounded by very um, chaotic kind of uh, personalities in a way. And he has kind of kept uh, quite balanced with it. And I like these themes that you raise about friendship, like you say, um, about the deeper workings of relationships as well, you know, about how, and I think it's it's quite effective, the fact that you've kind of, um, you've written that through the um, the, the cultural lens as well, because he's, he's, he's breaking through all these kind of barriers of, of culture and, and language, um, as well as just um, messy emotions that, that occur no matter what culture you're from. Absolutely, yes indeed, yeah, yeah, that's exactly, I mean, 
that that's I think that's why I love New York so much. Uh, myself and and like I said, that's why I've, I've hopefully I've, I've probably passed that on to 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 Joe's character. Is is that the the difference in cultures is is it's almost magical. It, it, it's like a rainbow, you know. You, it all comes together and, and it becomes a whole. And, and that's what I like. And, and I, what you'll find as well is I talk a lot about jigsaws in, in the book. Ah, uh, yeah. I've got the first mention of the jigsaw, which is the jigsaw oh, lo lo luggage bag. Yeah, oh, well, you, you picked a good theme, didn't you? Because that was what everyone was getting into during lockdown jigsaws. So you were. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was, it was pretty much before uh, before lockdown, and, and yes, um, yeah, it is a amount of irony there. But I, mm -hmm. I always look at life, and and that's how I how I view life, and I'm trying to still listen to the book. But you know, a jigsaw. You know, you might be, and uh, you. It says it in the book. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. You know, you might be the centerpiece. You might be connected on every side. You might be bright and colourful and all the rest of it. Or you might be right on the edge. You might be in the corner and and you might only have a couple of connections and you might be a piece of sky and you just blink. <laughs> I love you know? that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you could really relate that to people. You've got people that are you know on the on the you know just on the on the edge of society and you've got the people in the middle who are all connected and all and every single person every single piece in the jigsaw and every single person in society is equal and yes. that's what i'm trying to get across it doesn't matter whether you're on the edge it doesn't matter if you're in the middle it doesn't matter that jigsaw is not complete if there's one piece missing yeah exactly we all still matter in in some way because the picture is just going to yeah. look m bit missing if a certain bit's not Correct. there that, yeah. that's amazing and yeah i, I try to introduce and perhaps i probably went a little bit too much about it but that's that's how i see it and that's why i like to bring in other cultures and and, and other people and other personalities because and, and that's basically why i wrote the book because it, it is this did you have those? <clears throat> yeah, I was just going to say, did you have these ideas that I'm going to write this book and I'm going to make sure that I get these themes incorporated into it? Was that something that you consciously thought of? No. It's what I feel inside, but literally the book wrote itself and, and it drew out of me the important things, the things that were important to me. Um, it, it, about Joe, he tries to help people up because that's what we should do in society. You know that. And yes. As you go on through the book, you'll find another character that is introduced that, you know, he hasn't been given a chance, and he's he's got everything in place. He's got the intelligence. He's bright. He's got a man of integrity, and all the rest of it. But he's he's pretty much on the streets because because he has never been given a chance and you know it's a little like your radio station really i mean mm -hmm. you're in the community you're working with the community you give training out you you know it's, it's about empowering people giving mm -hmm. people opportunity and that's always been important to me and, and I've, I've kind of been, like i say I'm, I'm possibly giving away too many spoilers but yeah it, it's been that jigsaw it's, it's about being there for each other, supporting each other, bringing everyone through, painting the whole picture. And uh, yeah. 
Oh, well, thank you for, for noticing that um, about our station, because, yeah, that's exactly, um, you know, what, what we uh, try to do, let people know that whoever they are, they do have um, a voice. And yeah, um, I think that's sort of um, really important. And I think that with your book, Joe, it's kind of, you know, all the themes that, that you're highlighting there, there's no better way to, to get through powerful message than through the, the medium of storytelling. Because, you know, you, you can't just sit there with someone and say, oh, you should do this and you should do that and you should recognise that you're a piece of the whole and everything. But, but when it's all kind of incorporated in, in a nice story that you just, that's an absolute page turner as well. Um, it's, it's a great way to start these kind of conversations, isn't it? I think so, yeah, absolutely. And, and at a time when we, we are, always things to be if you believe the media and so on and so forth quite quite sort of disconnected it, i think it is it's time that we we found ways to reconnect with each other and, and to help each other out and and to, to lift everybody up you know give everybody an opportunity uh, so yeah yeah it's a very important message in in the book and uh, i hope I, I hope i deliver it well <laughs> yeah yeah well i definitely think that you do and you know obviously manchester is quite culturally diverse as well mm. Mm. so would you ever think about writing a, a novel set in the kind of mancunian areas as well because i know that you're actually quite local lad from from our station you're, you're in stockport aren't you or you originally came from stockport yeah, 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 yeah. My parents came from Withenshaw, and uh, uh, but I, I was pretty much uh, born and raised in in Stockport. Um, I moved around very much just quite a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you got itchy feet to do a bit more travel, yeah. Only <laughs> uh, through circumstance, not not uh, you know nothing nothing uh, dodgy. Yeah, oh no, you're not <laughs> running away just... from anything. No, no, no listeners, he, he's not <laughs> writing. He's a true life story. It's all the old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, virtually all my life, um, apart from there. Uh, Sometime uh, outside Great Manchester, um, living outside Great Manchester, and what have you, uh, pretty much been around. So yeah, yeah, I've, I've got um, it, it's difficult. I, uh, I think you'll find um, you. I don't know if I've touched on it yet, so perhaps I shouldn't say what well, this but was, uh, I, I kind of got a little bit obsessed about um, the girl in blue. Um, okay. was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is, I'm trying to, it, it kind of comes into this book, but I'm, I'm, I was thinking of writing another book. Um, and, and what it was was when I was born, this apparition of a, of a girl in blue. Uh, I was born at home and uh, appeared at the end of the bed as I was being born. And I've always been fascinated by who this girl in blue was. No, that, yeah, that is fascinating. Apparition. <clears throat> well, yeah. you, you know, people that are kind of of a a more Christian Catholic um, persuasion, they would immediately start talking about, you know, a, a vision like what you'd get at, at Lords of Our Lady or something. Because mm. she was all blue, but it, but it could be yeah. anything, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt that with with, with your um, writing and what you you were saying there, you know, you you do have this affinity with blue skies in a way. So yeah. I can see how it's kind of like um, come into your writing. That would make Absolutely. a fun, uh, a fun second book to kind of um, 
explore that apparition. I can I can see that. Um, you yeah. get. Yeah. Have you ever read Paolo Coelho? No. Oh, okay. he's a, he's, 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 one of, he's one of my favourite um, authors. You know, he, he's he's originally Portuguese um, okay. speaking, and what I love about him, I see, you just reminded me of a book of his that that I've been meaning to read and I've, I've not read. So, but the reason that I'm mentioning it is, you know, yeah, you've got a Brazilian character, and I think you'd really enjoy mm -hmm. the, some of the the writings of his. Everyone loves the the Alchemist, but some of the other ones that that I really enjoy. But what what I love is the way you know obviously he's written it in Portuguese and then it's been translated into English and there's just certain subtleties of of things that the author has kind of like noticed and it's the way he's he's just described them you know obviously through another language I think it's really interesting I think you'd probably find that really interesting as well I'm just uh, yeah absolutely I'm just making a note now and I am looking forward to that immensely in fact it's because I want to be finished yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the first to go I'm going to uh, probably first this uh, so yeah no that's, that's fantastic because I'm sure there was an apparition in one of his and it was a book that I wanted if I find out what the book was again I will like <laughs> let you know what, what that was do you speak Portuguese yourself because I, I did notice that you got a few little sneaky bits of the language in there <laughs> which is quite a good touch as well Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I um, apart from sort of uh, embarrassingly, <clears throat> sort of holiday, <laughs> well, holiday, sort of holiday Portuguese, of you know, please and thank you. It's the harder version. The harder version is Spanish. I mean, I, I know a lot of Spanish, but I always find that Portuguese is is harder. You kind of, you kind of get to understand it through the Spanishy bits, but but whoa, yeah, it is, it is way harder. But but I, I do, in, yeah, I, I enjoy when there's like little bits of different languages w within a story. So I thought that was quite good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, it's one of those things that I had to research. And, and, it, and once again, I'm sorry to keep going back, but it was very much uh, sort of a Tony Morrison school of writing that, that it was, you know, go and, go and get a character. And then put yourself, and and then it was it was it was part of the fun of the writing to be honest with you to start researching and starting to get little bits of the language and a little bit of the of the culture and and so on and so forth and it was fun it, it really was fun it was um, it mm. was it was. <laughs> It was more fun than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. So lovely to hear you say that as someone that's decided to, to write after having another career. And, and also because of what you were saying about the fact that at school you felt that you weren't really that academic. So then to find a love for writing as you, you've had, and it really was fun, not a chore. I think that's very inspiring for anyone that's that's listening now that that does fancy having a go at, at being a writer as well absolutely yeah yeah please do please do i think that it's difficult if you start googling about writing you you i think it can be quite off pulsing um, get bogged down yeah absolutely all the rules and regulations that people's doing to attach to it don't just just write from your heart that's all I, you know Mm -hmm. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whatever your background, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you write for the heart, it'll, I'm, I'm convinced it will come out onto the paper. 
and and you don't need all the rules. And, well, I think you do to a degree. You, you, that comes in the editing and so on and so forth. You can let somebody else worry about the rules mm -hmm. and the regulations of the writing, and they can trim it down, and they can do this and they can do that. But but please, what is exactly what you said? Don't be put off writing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It really is. And you know when you start writing and, and the characters take off and you, and you start researching and, and it also opens your mind and it expands the mind as well it, it you're absolutely you're absolutely right to say that you know mm -hmm. please if, if, if you if you sat at home and you're thinking oh i can't do that perhaps i you know i don't know perhaps i've, I've left school without any qualifications everyone thinks on this everyone thinks that. nobody thinks anything you write from your heart yeah, yeah, because I think that like, when you write that way, as as you have, it, it shows because it, it it adds kind of like a character in itself to your writing, um, if if that makes sense. And oh, God, yeah. yeah, and I think that that you can kind of hear that or or read that through through what you've written. And also, when someone is starting out in writing, they get very bogged down about what genre is it going to be, what genre do they do they most fit. So, so you've done the wonderful. Thing, as I, I touched on previously with kind of combining two genres I mean do, do you have a particular genre that you mainly like to read or listen to or do you just read a bit of everything probably a bit of everything probably a little bit more on the the crime thriller side to mm -hmm. be honest with you yeah um, because I, I do like um I do like doing and throwing of court cases, uh, and and you know trying to get to the truth, and and finding out. Sometimes you know somebody might be found guilty of a crime that they weren't guilty, you know, guilty of, and yeah. and it's finding out the backstory behind it, and, and it, that fascinates me very much. So, uh, as do people's personalities, and you know how they can cover up things and how they. You know, being a man of integrity myself, I like to think that, I, you know, but I don't like to think I do, you know, always tell the truth. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you, you look at other characters where they're a little bit, uh, a little bit dodgy and you, <laughs> and you kind of try and get to, to the bottom of the psychology of it. And I find all that, for, you know, fascinating. And, oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I studied um, psychology um, at college, and then I did social sciences at uni, and all that stuff um, fascinates me as well. And mm. when, when I was like reading your book, I thought there's very clever usage here of um, psychology that's going through it as well. You know, I thought you're really educating the, the reader as well. And as far as I've got now, you're kind of going through the kind of elements of psychology of, of relationships. Um, so I did think that you were someone that enjoyed psychology. So it's, it's nice to to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People fascinate me. Absolutely. And you know how 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 things can can sometimes break people, but then by the same token, they, they'll, they'll strengthen people and, and they, they find out, you know, why and what's and yeah, no, it, it's absolutely fascinating. Uh, I, I do love it, uh, although I, I must admit I'm a little bit of an amateur. <laughs> well, no, I think, you know, that there's a place for, for you know, you, you could say that you're an amateur, but I think that in, in some ways it is the, the right way to, to write it more than a, a boring academic um, <laughs> 
piece, you know, it, it's, it's good to, to make it more accessible, which, which you definitely had. I thought it was interesting what, what you were saying there about, you know, your, your love of um, court dramas and getting to the truth, because that fits quite nicely to, to the title of your book. And I was going to ask you, how did you, you come up with, with this title? And I think I kind of understand now. So we must just remind the listener that this is the truth we chase. So you always a bit of a, a truth chaser then? <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah, very much so. Um, it, it is, it, it, yeah, I mean, the, the actual, the actual title, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I can't, I can't really, I'm trying to think of another way to put it, but I think you've absolutely nailed it. I, I don't think I could, I could really, expand on that really did, did you just <laughs> think this is the title of the book or did you have to toy around a few different ideas because i think it, I, I felt like the truth we chase and then the little bit that was written un underneath it that that really kind of sold it as in mm, what's this truth is he's chasing what's this so you know i thought oh. that, but, yeah yeah no that's, that's really good thank you uh, once again thank you mm -hmm. <laughs> um it, it is it, I've toyed around with with um with like a few ideas and, and so on and so forth. But I thought this one just just had a little bit of an element of intrigue about it. Um mm -hmm. so yeah, I can't really expand any more than you've you've absolutely nailed it. Yeah. So it, it was really sort of there to, to try and draw the reader in to see what that truth is that he's chasing and, and see what you know, he it, it, like I said, it sort of does twist and turn a little bit where I, I've tried to almost get the reader to doubt Joe's character. That's mm, coming up. So okay. I, I, don't, I don't really want to say too much because that, that's coming up a little bit further. That's just before a sliding doors moment. So, ah, oh, I like um, it. I'm, I'm looking forward to that because cause he seems so, you know, above board, <laughs> such a good egg right now. It will be, that will be interesting to, to see how that develops. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I find, well, it's, it's, it's one of those. It's. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's difficult to explain without spoiling it, so I'll, I'll probably leave it at that. But you might have a, a moment or two where you start to doubt uh, Joe's character. Mm, <laughs> and, and without spoiling it too much, is there scope with this for more from Joe? Uh, for a sequel <laughs> or a prequel? <laughs> or if you were to write something else now, would it have to be about a whole different kind of a character? It, it would. I, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm sorry to say this. Um, uh, no, I'm not I, sorry. I'm not saying this. Um, I would say that. Um, I, I, I don't. I can't. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, no. That's that's a that's a straightforward no. <laughs> absolutely. I, I think there, there might be room, maybe for for. I don't know, maybe going back to his earlier years, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. I so, think that would be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be very Manchester-based. That that would be sort of Burnage, sort of Eastisbury, uh, Parswood. Oh, uh, you should write that, definitely. I think, you know, people that come from, from, from Manchester, they do enjoy to 
um, experience Manchester again in a slightly fictitious um, style I found, you know, from, from the, the Mancunian. I, and I have been trying to do that, interview as many Mancunian um, authors as, as I can. A lot of them do actually start writing about America though <laughs> like yourself so I don't I don't know what that's all about but but yeah thinking of all the cultural um melting pot that we we've got here I think that now you've got into this idea of researching and coming up with, with characters you probably find it really easy to 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 write a second book about about anything really so so do you think that you will <clears throat> I, I, I do think so yes yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's um it's very time consuming and, and I have a problem yeah. with it. It, it, it's difficult sometimes to, to let it eat into that much time but you know <laughs> I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll allow me an award. <laughs> what do your what did your family think about um you, you writing this were they your first beta readers did they in, encourage you or did you keep it to yourself until it was all done? Um, I, I'm, I'm the sort of person that, that rambles a lot, so I think they, they probably got quite a lot of the book uh, from my rambling. Oh, okay. Well, Joe's got to do this now. I've... I just thought that he's going to do this. <laughs> I think I wild a lot. Um, but no, no, joking apart, no, they, they, they were, they were, um, I've got uh, a, a good a good group of friends and, and uh, one of them, um, basically edited the book for me. Um, well, that's brilliant. It's good to have so friends like right. that. That that Absolutely. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I've, uh, my, my, I've got another couple of friends. Uh, they're married together, and and. Uh, they were saying, please don't write about us and make it worse. <laughs> no, this is particularly awful because. Um, it's, it's Paul and Sue G who, who have been my friends for, for life and, and, um, and they're married and, and Sue's already a, a writer and she's already written uh, about the area so it, it was sort of difficult. I was trying to weave my story without overlapping Sue's story. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that can happen sometimes subconsciously. You know, people say, oh, I don't want to plagiarise. And it's just stuff that's going into your subconscious. I think when you let your friends read your work as well, they're always looking for themselves in it, aren't they? You know, and, you know, it's like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like I say, because uh, I wrote the main character with, with a lot of my life experiences, so they were all mashed up and, and, and a little bit of fiction added to them as well. And, you know, it was like a right soup of... <laughs> Of emotions and experiences and what have you, um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of difficult because they probably read it and they've they've seen parts of of my life in there. And right, yeah. Possibly parts that they did. Oh, that, that's <laughs> quite it's... courageous, isn't it? You know, to um to 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 be a writer and to go down um that kind of route. And I mean, I, I could tell that you were someone that really enjoyed a travel and that you'd spent mm -hmm. a lot of time in, in the States. Mm -hmm. How okay. was virus era for you where someone like, like you who loves these flights was now not able to, to do them? Was it a welcome rest or was it like really frustrating? Really frustrating. Oh, yeah. Can imagine? yeah, oh absolutely, absolutely. Um we were booked to um back to New York, so <laughs> Is that <laughs> gonna be your first trip then since all this? 
Yes, yes, yeah. First trip uh, in COVID, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really missing it. Um, so we, we've, we've got, we've got it books. Um, I'm just Yay. hoping now that nothing changes that's going to. Uh, it know. seems to be a improving situation, but um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it has been deeply frustrating. Um, we have been pretty much housebound uh, throughout. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'll be good to spread those wings again. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Have you got some um, stateside readers of your book that you're aware of? If you don't, you'll have to let them know that you know <laughs> that that you've written such a novel. Yeah, not gonna know. Yeah. I no, no, I don't. I don't honestly know. Um, mm -hmm. It is. It's certainly global, uh, and. I, I never get to see the, the sales figures, so I don't, I don't actually know where people are buying the book. <laughs> oh, no. Hopefully you'll, you'll get some, some more. But I, I think that now, because I can tell that you're so observant in, in everything you do, when you, when you get over there now after not being there for, for X amounts of years, you're really going to get all this fresh inspiration to, to write more. This book came out in 2020, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, eventually it's got published, and yes, that's right, it was, and um, so yes, good grief, it's a go. Yeah, it's just like years that have just gone, we don't know where that they've gone, but um, if anybody wants to, to get your book, have you got a website, or do they just get it through Amazon? I can get through Amazon. I, I do have, um, well, the, the, the people that I publish through uh, Draft to Digital, they have got, uh, it's almost like a book page, really. I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm quite a, quite a reserved person, so I, I don't really put myself out there much. <laughs> so I, I don't okay. have all these things like, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, What's, uh, it's basically on sale as an ebook. It's uh, anywhere where you could get an ebook from, to be honest. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's Barnes and Noble, it's Raskin, it's uh, Google, it's on Apple. It, it's, it's basically anywhere. If you just Google the, the truth we chase, um, and what I do is on Google Play, so you can. If you if you've got Android, and that's nothing. Pretty much get it on anything. Uh, I'm always keep a free copy on there. So if anybody's oh, you know struggling for money or or whatever, you know I, I don't want it to be a barrier. If if you want to read the book, there's a there's a free copy on there. If you can pay. <laughs> but it's, it, it's, it's going at an incredible bargain right now on Amazon. Um, don't know whether that bargain is still going on as of the time this goes on, on air, but it was incredibly cheap. It was almost a gift on, on Amazon as well, so it's really um, easy for, for people to, to buy if they want to read it, review it, and get all that, that blend of of um, Mancunian attitude and humour with a bit of uh, state side thrown in. Go. All <laughs> FM. All FM. 96.9. All FM.
You're all listening to the Sunday Tea Show right here on 96.9 All FM on radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world, online. With me, Ruth O'Reilly, being delighted to keep you company today. Big thank you to the fantastic Carl Richards, new author from Manchester. We've had a lovely chat there about his wonderful new book, The Truth We Chase. So do check out Carl's book. It's a lovely blend of crime thriller and romance all rolled into one. Really enjoying it. Anyway, we're almost at the end of another show. So big thank you to Carl for being my special guest. Big thank you to you, dear listener, for listening. Um, Have yourself a fantastic Valentine's Day. And for all of you who are thinking, where is the love? I've got just the the track for you from the lovely Misha Paris. She is doing a, a wonderful gospel show, radio show on the BBC as well. So do check that out on BBC Sounds. Really enjoying that um, during the weekend. So take care of yourself. Have a good one. Bye for now.